I'd like to make a few comments on the instructions this morning and then invite your questions. I'd say the biggest umbrella comment is that no matter what instructions we give, uh, you're each going to be customizing them. It's very much from the inside out, sensing, well, what serves this particular body-mind, you know, waking up in this moment. And so it's always a fresh process of attentiveness. And having given that, there's certain broad strokes that really are part of the pathway we're all on, that we're waking up from a kind of virtual reality, where we're living in ideas about the world, to really living in our senses, our senses awake, aware of the awareness that's here, this wakefulness and openness that's right here. So it's that shift from virtual to living reality. And so what helps us in that shift, especially at the beginning of a retreat, um, but I find throughout, is to take the time over and over again to reawaken the senses. Keep coming back into the body Know that you're here, inhabiting this body. It really makes a difference. So our instructions will have you come back right here into the senses. For most people, it's very, very helpful to have, to choose an anchor or a home base. Uh, The most widely used one is the breath, but there are many people that the breath isn't the, the one that works the best. So you really have to find out for yourself Um, If it's with the breath, it would be the inflow, outflow through the nostrils. You might pay attention there, or the rising, falling at the chest, or the expanding and settling at the belly. Or you might really like to feel the whole body breathing, opening, and settling. And if it's not the breath for you, it could be sound. Or it may be a combination of feeling your hands and the breath, or feeling the whole body postures, body sitting here and breathing. There's a risk to experimenting too much, you know, doing this banquet of I'll try this anchor today and then this one tomorrow and then we never root deeply. So find one that you think is going to be workable and then let it, then settle in and get familiar and gain some mastery at coming back and really bringing a mindfulness and presence to that place. There's a real value to developing some sense of, of immersion in presence, some initial degree of concentration where you're gathered and collected so that there's space between the thoughts so you can actually know you're here. Now, for some people, it's helpful to go very deep into concentration and for others, more lightly. The ultimate, if you want to say the goal or where we're going, is wakeful presence here. It's to know moment to moment what's happening. It's not to stay with the breath. The breath is a tool. It's a supportive strategy the Buddha called it skillful means. But the goal is not let me stay with the breath. The goal is being, inhabiting our being. And that means being awake to what's right here. So you'll be finding your balance of how much do I want to concentrate on the breath, how much just to notice moment to moment what's going on. 
the challenges for all of us is that what's here in the moment can get strongly unpleasant or strongly pleasant and then we have reactivity. So that becomes what we're bearing witness to with kindness and with interest. So I'm going to stop there and see in the room what questions might be here right now. Um, if anyone has been find, found this morning you're working with something challenging or have something you're wondering about. How many of you found you were sleepy this morning? Can I see? Okay. Um, how many of you felt that in some way you were judging yourself for being sleepy? Go ahead and be honest. Yeah. So I'm going to ask a couple of other questions. How many of you found that there was physical discomfort, that your body was uncomfortable in some way? Yeah, okay. Um, I'll stop with those two for now. It's really um, part of the way it goes, and especially the first days that we you know, we've been racing, racing, rushing, rushing, and sometimes the tiredness is just that we've been really, really busy. And sometimes it's that we're just not accustomed to sitting still and having it be quiet, and there's something in our mind that goes, oh, it must be bedtime, (laughs) and you know, there's that kind of a go to sleep. And sometimes it's because there's something in us that we don't want to feel, our experience, and it's our strategy for leaving what's uncomfortable. But either way, whatever it is, it's real one of the real natural energies that comes. And the trick with anything that comes up for you through the day is to not add a judgment that it's there. If you're feeling physical discomfort and you feel aversiveness to it, not to add that layer of judgment of, this shouldn't be happening. So keep an eye out for judgment and let that be another object that you're witnessing. Oh, okay, sleepy, okay, now judging the sleepy, so that you keep opening to a larger sense of presence that really isn't identified with the sleepiness or the unpleasantness. You'll find that uh, we call it the second arrow slips in a whole lot, that you'll have an experience whatever it is, that the mind's wanting something or fearing something or judging or obsessing, and you'll add a layer of, I shouldn't be doing this, I'm doing something wrong. So keep alert to that, that added piece and let your intention be, and we call it the two wings of awareness, to simply, the first wing, mindfulness of what's happening. And you can just ask the question, what is happening inside me right now? If you even ask it this moment, it'll bring you right back. This is mindfulness, the wing of mindfulness. And then the wing of heartfulness or compassion, where with whatever you notice is happening, you're regarding it with tenderness. And if you come back to this through the day, okay, what are the two wings? What is happening inside me right now? And you can ask the question, can I just be with this? Or can I let this be? And that letting those two questions and those two wings of presence carry you, you'll find that whatever comes up, whether it's judgment or fear or or longing for something or angry at something, oh, what's happening inside me right now? 
can I be with this? And then you'll reoccupy the space of presence that's really our refuge. The last thing I'll mention I, um, that I brought up, and then we're going to explore the walking practice, is that most of the time at the beginning of our practice, the mind gets very distracted and we go off into our movies of you know, the future and the past. And so the key really is the quality or attitude we bring to coming back. And a lot of us have heard teachings of come back to the breath, come back to the breath, and we kind of yank the mind back. So I want to encourage you to become really interested and engaged in that gentle relaxing back process. That you don't have to rush back anywhere. When you notice you've been off in a virtual realm, pause, reopen the mind some. Notice the sounds that are here. We notice what's going on in the body. Purposefully soften the heart some so that you arrive back with those qualities of the two wings of simply noticing and a tender holding. And that will set the, the ground, so to speak, for whatever else wants to unfold in your practice. I see a hand up. Yeah, uh, Bonnie? Frustration and anger, um, kind of childhood-based. And I feel myself in kind of a narrative mind quite a bit. But it's allowing me to bring some kind of cohesive understanding to the experience. Mm -hmm. And so... I'm wondering, I'm giving myself a pretty long leash, Mm -hmm. and I'm wondering how long the leash should be. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful question, and I I really honor, I I can sense your understanding behind the question that the narrative and the story has a function, and it can be useful. It's not like we're saying, oh, that's a thought, it's useless. You know, there are times that having um, some understanding conceptually actually creates a container for things that can be useful, and it's also a portal into the felt sense of the experience. So I want to just first honor that I get that you get that. And your question is is exquisite. It's really that sensing of what's going to serve and when is that in some way fueling uh, an escape or a narrative that is kind of keeping you small. And so my sense is you're going to have to experiment because I would have to ask you a lot more questions to know, you know what the signals for you are. But as you experiment, um, periodically when you're in the midst of, of the narrative, um, just gently say, okay, stop. And, and with real kindness... And you might put your hand on your heart at the time, just sense, okay, what's happening inside me now? Like, just experiment with the two wings. And can I be with this right now? And it may be that you'll find a readiness to let the storyline drop away and really breathe, breathe with and be with the life and the body and let it unfold itself in a healing way. So I'd go back and forth, you know, and experiment, knowing that there is some value, but then it 
it ends up being of limit, limiting value after a while. I, I hope that's helpful. Thank you.